Hello, and welcome to Trending Peoria. I'm your host and proud Peoria Unified alumna, Sarah Meredith, and I'm so eager to take you on this journey as we learn more about the importance of public education and the amazing work our staff do every day to ensure every student is prepared to not only meet tomorrow, but to help shape it as well. What's currently trending in Peoria Unified looking to the future? This past semester, many of our students who are in their senior year of high school began looking at what next year will look for them as they enter college and career. Today, we are joined by National Merit semifinalist Annabelle Tran from Sunrise Mountain High School as she discusses how she prepared for standardized testing, what she's looking at when she's looking for colleges, and everything in between. We are also joined by Marcy Bieber, our lead counselor, as she shares ways our counselors are at schools helping to support each of our students. And then to end the episode, we are joined by Nicole Green as she shares a few of the ways she has been enjoying her freshman year so far at Sunrise Mountain. Hello and welcome, Annabelle. We are so excited to have you here on Trending Peoria today. Before we go too far, can you take a second to introduce yourself to our listeners? Um, I'm Annabelle Tran. I'm a senior at Sunrise Mountain High School. Amazing. And I know as a part of your education at Sunrise Mountain, you also participate in a program and a partnership we have called West Mech. Can you share a little bit with everyone about A, what West Mech is and what you do there? So um, I do West Mech. I do the coding program, which is, so West Mech stands for Western um, Maricopa Educational Center. And so it basically kind of teaches you like a trade or career and prepares you for a future in that career. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. And speaking of your future in that career, what are some of the things you're looking forward to outside of high school and once you graduate this year? Well, I'm definitely looking forward to college. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely going to be, you know, a little scary, but I'm looking forward to getting out of the house and hopefully going to a new area outside of Arizona. Maybe mm-hmm. I can see seasons. You never know. <laughs> That's amazing. Do you have any idea where you want to go next school year? Um, I'm not sure yet. I've applied to like a decent amount of schools and I'm still applying at the moment. But I'm going to wait until I get, like, hopefully accepted so I can figure out where I'm going. Have you done, um, I know, like, any college tours or anything just to help get you excited or give you an idea? I know you said you're looking forward to maybe having four seasons. So that definitely sounds like it's outside of Arizona. I think um, I haven't done, like, outside of Arizona college tours yet, mostly because I just didn't have the time to, like, travel yet. But, like, if I get acceptances, then I'd probably go visit before I make a solid decision yet just to see like the campus and what it's going to be like. Yeah and I know there is a lot that goes into helping get students ready for college from just the application process to making sure you have your SAT and your ACT testing. What are some of the things you've either done this school year or in past school years to help get you ready for this process? Well I started early uh, at least like so junior year is usually when you start doing like tests and things. But uh, summer after my sophomore year is when I started, like, figuring out what I wanted to do. Because mm-hmm. junior year I knew, like, oh, I can go into West Mech, but I didn't know what program I wanted to do or what major I was going to do. So sophomore year I laid out, like, a list of colleges of what I wanted to do. I already had an idea of what, like, major I wanted to do. I wanted to do computer science. Mm-hmm. But so I looked up tech schools and, like, just colleges that are good for technology. I put out, like, a chart. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. This is how much they cost. This is, like, the general area they're in and, like, what SAT, ACT scores they require and, like, GPA requirements as well. And so because I knew that that summer I was going to take my SAT for the Mm -hmm. first time just, like, to get a feel for it before I would get the score I would hopefully get. Absolutely. And so by preparing for that summer, when I went to junior year, it was, like, a lot less, like, all at once, mm-hmm. a lot less scary having like all these standardized tests, but also trying to keep up all these grades. So it was a lot easier that way. Absolutely. And I know um, another great benefit of Westmec is uh, helping you get ready for college. It helps you get some college courses out of the way too, correct? Yeah. I got some coding classes, like credits done for mm-hmm. some computer science. And then it also has like good like things on your resume for your college because they also like put you in a CTSO. So okay. my coding program puts us in FBLA. And mm-hmm. so I competed for West Mech and FBLA, which like t- brought us to like state and nationals, which looks great on your college resume. Yep, that is amazing, and it's a great experience because outside of just your college resume, those are skills that will kind of follow you throughout college and career as well. Um, I know there are 
a lot of different steps and things that come into play. But for you as an individual, I know, especially since you had this beautiful spreadsheet laid out with your goals and where you needed to be, um, you recently were named a National Merit Semifinalist. What has that meant for you? And how does that happen? How does someone qualify for that? Um, well, for semifinalists, like the only main requirement is that you have to do like well in the PSAT. Mm-hmm. The finalist is where it's like, oh, GPA, SAT, ACT, all the other stuff comes in before mm-hmm. they decide. Also, your essay, you have to write an essay. But so for so far for just being a semifinalist, it hasn't been like too different. It's just like, oh, I did well in the PSAT. Mm-hmm. But to prepare for that, um, I kind of. Well, I took the SAT before I took the PSAT. Okay. So I was like, I already knew like what the test would kind of look like. PSAT was a bit um, different than the SAT, obviously. Less questions, mm-hmm. one less like reading passage. But overall, it wasn't too different from the actual standardized tests. Mm-hmm. So in my preparation for the SAT, I pretty much prepared myself for the PSAT like that. It was like your PP. SAT. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then I know, so being a member of Sunrise Mountain, that's a very special campus to be on. What are some of the things that either teachers have helped you to prepare for, or even through Westmec and through FBLA that you feel are special uh, opportunities that you get that you wouldn't maybe necessarily get in a core class? Well, uh, the CTE classes that I took at Sunrise Mountain mm-hmm. were definitely helpful for preparing me for Westmec. I took an engineering class besides just, like, my computer CTE yeah. classes, which was, like, really helpful just to, like, un- have a deeper understanding. Because before this, before I took that class, I wasn't sure, like, what I wanted to do. I mm-hmm. was, like, something, like, STEM-based engineering, I wasn't sure yet. Um, as good as that class was, it did uh, cancel out my desire <laughs> to do engineering. It wasn't the class at all. The class was great. I just realized I was very bad at making things functional, um, like, physically. <laughs> Right. So my coding classes were like, oh, this could work. This is good. This is fun. So, yeah. Well, and I would imagine too. There's a there's a huge connection between what you do in engineering and what you do in coding because you're still trying to figure out how to make things function, mm-hmm. but it's just in a different way. Whereas with computer science, you're trying to figure out exactly what needs to be adjusted to make your code work. Whereas with engineering, it's oh, is it the material type? There's just a lot more variables. I like, would say. Yeah. So, um. They both have, like, the idea of, like, making something, making mm-hmm. something work. And that's what I enjoyed about them. Engineering, I just realized I'm bad with my hands. I can't, like, I can't make things, like, accurate or, like, measuring all that stuff. <laughs> it was, like, a lot. So I just wasn't into engineering from right. that point. But Yeah. And when you also look back at your time on Sunrise, what are some of the things, like, the extracurriculars that you participated in that you have really fond memories of? Extracurriculars at Sunrise? I didn't do a ton, like, my freshman mm-hmm. year. Um, junior year, after I started Westmec, I couldn't do any, like, after-school clubs because of the time that Westmec started. I left school early. Mm-hmm. By the time I finished Westmec, all the after-school, like, clubs are done. Mm-hmm. But seeing, like, all the other people doing things, I have a lot of friends who, like, did, like, theater tech and just all of these, like, after-school things. I'd go, like, watch the plays mm-hmm. and stuff. And it's, like, really nice to see, like, the community, but also see how much they, like, benefit from learning these new things for these extracurriculars, mm-hmm. like the theater tech students. Um, this one, my friend wasn't from Sunrise. She was from Cactus, okay. but she was the, like, head lighting tech. She had to, like, learn the switchboard mm-hmm. and things, and it was just really fun because I went up there and I looked around. It was really cool. Yeah, and I would imagine, too, those are just fun things to be able to rally around your friends when they're doing it and even not necessarily being able to participate but to help celebrate them through all of that too is so fun when you're looking forward to college there's a lot of things that change with that but what are some of the things you're most excited about when you get to college I'm excited to meet new people I've Mm -hmm. been like I've been in PR Unified since kindergarten I've grown up with the same general people that I've known Mm -hmm. since I was like a really small child so going somewhere where I might not know anyone, it's like kind of scary, but it's also exciting to know that I might have be able to have like a new start, meet new people. Mm-hmm. And when I know you're about to be a freshman again, if you had to give advice to a freshman who's at Sunrise Mountain per se, what advice would you give someone who's just starting out and trying to figure out where they want to go and what they want to do? Um, I would say to definitely get as involved as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of my regrets from freshman year that I never took that opportunity to like join clubs or anything because by the time I went to West Meg and was like, oh, wow, I kind of want to join clubs, mm-hmm. I didn't have that opportunity anymore. 
So if you start beforehand, start as a freshman, meet people, you can really get to know everyone around you, but also what you want to do in the community. Mm -hmm. That is amazing. And that is very good advice. I feel like that you can never be too involved, especially when you have that time on your hands. It's not uh, something you can readily get back. And when you're thinking back to on your high school experience, what are some of either, um, I know you mentioned your engineering class, what are some of your favorite classes or just memories you have from your high school time so far? So um, my first, in freshman year, we had like a global humanities class. Mm -hmm. And it was like, it was one of the harder classes I took as a freshman. But it was also really fun because it was a whole like year long class. Mm -hmm. And there's a thing about like really hard classes that really gets everyone together a lot quicker because, you know, they start making steady groups, they start Mm -hmm. making group chats to get through the class together. And that's one of my favorite memories because I've been with those people since then in all my AP classes, honors classes, because it's those people that just keep challenging themselves that Mm -hmm. I've really got to know them at that time. Yeah, I I took global humanities when I was a freshman. That was a very, very hard course. Um, But my study group that I had for that, they like kind of followed me to like AP US history and to college prep courses and different things like that. And they're great people and great resources as well throughout high school. And then also once you get to college, because a lot of times they end up in like similar majors or things like that. Also thinking back on your time uh, at Sunrise or also um, your time in elementary school, is there a particular teacher who sticks out to you as having had made an impact on you and helping you get to where you're going? I think two of my elementary school teachers Mm -hmm. really stand out the most. Uh, One of them was my seventh grade English teacher. Uh, She was just really welcoming, really um, like always there to help us. And we would, like, go into her room at lunch, and we'd hang out with her, and she was just always, like, someone we could rely on. Mm-hmm. My eighth grade uh, social studies teacher, he ran a program at our school called FLA, mm-hmm. um, Frontier Leadership Academy. And it really was, like, when I had a place in the community, when I could teach these younger kids, like, lessons, but also, like, step outside of my comfort zone and get more comfortable speaking in front of a group. Mm -hmm. And forgive me if I'm wrong, you also maybe participated in a spelling bee or patriotic speech contest or two? Um, I did do the spelling bee from fifth to eighth grade. Um, I did, I got second, fifth, and sixth grade, and then I went to districts as a seventh and eighth grader. That is spectacular. What I am not someone who is much of a speller. For you, what was the spelling bee like? And, like, how did it help you either with confidence or things like that as um, throughout your time as an elementary school student? Well, spelling was something that really helped, like, my, my memorization, my study habits, mm-hmm. all of that. In elementary school, I didn't really, like, have the need to, like, sit down and study a ton because mm-hmm. most of the concepts weren't insane. But when you had to, like, you're given, like, a list of a thousand words. Yeah. And... Um, although there's like you could like learn the techniques for it as a seventh and eighth grader I just stuck with straight memorization Mm -hmm. and so all of that when I went to high school I was like oh wow it's so much easier to like take in all this information because I've like trained that part of my like brain to be able to memorize easier right and then I have another follow-up question for you if you were talking again to someone who's a freshman or a sophomore in high school what studying tips would you give them because I know you are quite the studier and scholar well you mean for, like, their classes or for standardized testing? How about one for each? Oh, okay. So um, they are very different. So for classes, I'd say uh, use the materials that your teacher gives you the most because, like, a lot of the teachers, they make their own tests, their mm-hmm. own all that stuff. So when you're, like, oh, Googling things instead of using, like, your teacher's notes, you end up getting, like, way too much information, not enough information, not the information they want. Using exactly what the teacher gives you is usually really good to just get through the class, and then it'll give you a more, like, concise understanding of everything. Amazing. And what about for a standardized test? For standardized testing, it's a lot easier to learn the techniques and not really, like, focus too much on things. Mm -hmm. So for, like, English, Mm -hmm. I found that, like, by thinking too abstract or like assuming things mm-hmm. then you often get the question wrong because even if like there's all the signs that the passage is pointing to this like conclusion right. if one of the answers is like oh is it this conclusion 
then they're like, no, they don't want that. They want exactly what the passage says. It's like what you see in the passage. Mm -hmm. And in math, there's a ton of tips online you can find, like Khan Academy. I use Khan Academy Mm -hmm. a lot. And it's all free. And there's things like, oh, plug in the numbers, a bunch of different strategies. You don't have to actually know how to do it if you can end up finding the answer without the actual techniques. Mm -hmm. You don't have to memorize all these things. That's a really good tip. I think especially... um, if I'm trying to think back to when I took those tests years ago, uh, it's not necessarily testing how much of the content you know, but it's how well you know the processes and things like that and the the steps to help get you there, which I'm sure also helps you when it comes to coding because you don't always have the answers, but at least you know how to get to the answer. And also, I know we're wrapping up the semester. That has to be very exciting. And when you're thinking about these last few months you have of high school, what are either a couple of things on your bucket list or just goals you want to achieve as you're wrapping up your time as a Mustang? Well, I want to get do more things, I guess, inside of uh, Sunrise Mountain. Mm-hmm. So for like National Honor Society, there's things like volunteer events and tutoring. Mm-hmm. And some of that's required for like the hours but just being able to have that opportunity to do things like that Mm -hmm. is something I'm really excited for especially for like next semester and as we finish this semester just to like have more of a place in the community before I leave absolutely where are some of the places you like to volunteer I volunteer at the Foothills Public Library Mm -hmm. and that's one that's a really good place. They always need help, always need more help shelving all these books that are organized. And it's also, there's different events, like there's events with children, there's like book sales, and just also just lots of things that you can do there. That's amazing. And for people who don't know, what is the National Honor Society? How do you get involved in it? And what are some of the benefits you've seen so far? The National Honor Society is just basically like a club for like people with higher GPAs, Mm -hmm. higher like level classes. And for Sunrise, at least, I'm not sure how other schools do it, but I assume it's similar where once you meet the requirements to enroll or apply for the club, um, my club hands out like letters to every single person inside their class that says that you meet the qualifications, uh, apply now. Mm -hmm. And then after they apply, then... We send that all out, and then if they get accepted, then we have a big induction where they read the pledge, and Mm -hmm. it's really nice in the stage. That is amazing, and I know it's a great opportunity, too, to help build your resume and to get some of those volunteer hours and get connected, so that is amazing. And I know, before I let you go, I know you have studying to do and a lot of other things, but what as you are kind of starting to reflect on your time at Sunrise and throughout being in the Peoria Unified School District as a whole, what are some of the things that you would say are um, the most memorable things that you have participated in? Like during school, outside of school? Either one. During school, like in classes, especially Mm -hmm. with, like I said before, like the community of like the kids I've been with all this time. Because of how long we've like known each other, a lot of times like, um, at, like, at the end of the year, like, right now, some of the classes, just because even though it's a normal class, they're like, oh, can we ad- do Adopt a Family? Can we do, like, Secret Santa? Mm-hmm. Um, just inside of our class, just for fun, and just, like, at the end of the year, wrap it up, make it more fun. Those, like, events with, like, everybody else is always a fun thing to look forward to and enjoy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think those people who are in your like little core group and your study groups and all those things, there's so many hours where you feel like, oh my gosh, I can't learn another thing about U.S. history or oh my gosh, my brain's going to explode. But those are some of the best memories I think I still have from high school. Um, and there's some of the friendships and things like even going off to college, um, you know, if I had a friend who was majoring in engineering and needed someone to proofread their English paper, we could still help them out and do those things. And so those are great friendships and great bonds that you're able to kind of continue with you on your time. Um, Before I let you go, is there anything else you want to share with our community, either about how you're prepping for college or what West Mech is? Um, I can say something about both if you like. Yeah. Um, For like getting involved in the community and things, just um, always, like, be open to all these possibilities. And it kind of ties into what I'm doing at West Mech, mm-hmm. where at West Mech, like, things like our FBLA, I was new. I didn't know anybody. I didn't talk that much. 
and I took the opportunity to be a FBLA officer inside of our chapter branch. And so I became secretary, and at the time I was like, oh, what am I doing? <laughs> this sounds like a terrible idea. But taking on that opportunity, even though it was so outside of my comfort zone, really helped me to find a place to get to know people and to also get started in helping other people around me get more comfortable. Absolutely, absolutely. That is amazing. And what about helping to get ready for college? Just um, always look for new things online. Use the internet. It's your biggest tool. You know, use Google. There's so many free, like, online tests, free Mm -hmm. resources like Khan Academy. And if that's not enough, you can also get books. Mm -hmm. Uh, Those books are helpful mostly because you can get practice doing the paper version of the test because the paper and online is a lot different. Because mm-hmm. paper, it's like feels longer. You have to flip between pages and you have to like circle everything in individually instead of a click. Mm-hmm. So getting practice, doing it on paper is also really important just so that you can manage your time. Because I know a lot of people who like got short on time on the actual test, started rushing, started panicking. I'm one of those people. I always... I don't pace myself quite well enough, and so I I know that fear and anxiety well. But thank you, Annabelle, so much for spending some time with us talking about what you have experienced so far and some of the things you're looking forward to next school year as well. Thank you for having me. Hello and welcome, Marcy. We are so excited to have you here to talk a little bit about how we help our students prepare for college. Before we go too far, could you take a moment to introduce yourself? Sure. I am Marcy Bieber. I'm the lead counselor for Peoria Unified School District. Wonderful. And as the lead counselor, I know you have spent many years on a school campus being a high school counselor as well. How is your role a little different as the lead counselor versus what you've been doing at the school site in years past? So I guess the main difference would be the direct interaction with students, which I I deeply miss, but I also know I get to impact students still by working closely with the high school counselors and also with some of the the large district-wide programs and events that we offer to our students here in Peoria. Wonderful. And um, I know you have just such a passion for making sure that all of our students have an opportunity to succeed once they leave us. What are some of the things that our high school counselors do, maybe even before a student gets into high school, to help them get prepared? Well, that's fresh on the brain right now because we are in the midst of kind of our eighth grade transition period. So we do start, um, even though there are not counselors at the elementary level, our high school counselors do work with our eighth graders in their TLC classrooms or with the TL, uh, the eighth grade coordinators um, in helping them prepare for high school. Uh, we offer them events like My Life Day, future freshman nights, so that they can experience a high school campus before coming to high school. We also have really strong TLC program and teachers that are are helping our students learn about careers as they as they move through their junior high years. So um, and really that career development piece starts in kindergarten (laughs) in learning about different careers and different jobs and and just becoming more aware about careers and opportunities down the road. Amazing. And I know a lot of that work, especially for the eighth graders, it's such a special opportunity for them to be able to experience what high school's like, get an idea of what extracurriculars and what electives they want to do. And it really lays a solid foundation for our, a lot of our students. But then once a student becomes, say they're a freshman in high school, what do some of those career and college preparatory things look like from that standpoint? So we try to, we, We make an effort to meet with every student um, every year, not only one-on-one individually, but in classrooms as well. I think that's a a common misconception about counselors that they sit in their offices and wait for students to come to them. Those are counselors of 20 years ago, (laughs) Um, or even 30 or 40 years ago. That's just not the way uh, counseling uh, operates anymore. Our goal is to have strong, comprehensive school counseling programs at each school. And with that, a main difference from the way it used to be many years ago is that we do 
try to interact with all students and that our interaction is proactive. So that is definitely one of our goals is to get into classrooms and provide classroom lessons to students about next steps, kind of depending on the grade level that they're in, um, which what what should they be doing to prepare for their future. Um, and even working with them on you know problem solving skills and setting goals and things like that. So working with students as a whole, but also being available to have those individual one-on-one meetings um, and making that education career action plan each school year, not only um, creating it, but reviewing it, changing it, developing it to meet each student's needs as they show interest in um, something new. A hundred percent. And I can imagine too, a lot of what a student who's maybe a freshman going into high school, what they think that they want to do versus maybe a junior or senior, those ideas and those career goals, they shift along the way. Um, And I know you guys offer so much support in that way, but what about say there's a student who doesn't know what they want to do when they leave us, they either have not had a lot of experience in their home life that is helping prepare them in that way, or they're just kind of looking at all of the options available. What are some of the either tools you use or options you provide to our students? Right. So we have um, a few different things to try to help support students making those decisions. And I do tell students it's a hard decision and they probably get tired of counselors asking them over and over, what's your plan? What's next? Um, But we do try to help and support them in finding that. Uh, One of the ways we have a couple different ways. I I think our CTE programs um, are super helpful in that. And not only our CTE programs, but even our academic courses. Uh, I know speaking from experience of my own child, I think choosing using the next steps or career pathway based on a science class that she really enjoyed. So our, our classes are set up to be able to help our students choose their career. And obviously our career and technical programs are set to help students explore careers. Um, And then we also have some options available to students electronically. Um, We currently have a program called Major Clarity that our students are able to take assessments um, to learn more about themselves, to explore different careers and watch videos regarding careers, uh, because they think that's a super common common issue among all students or adults um, is just what you're exposed to and not knowing what kinds of careers are out there. And in this, in today's world, the changes, I mean, what there are careers available that we had not even imagined. So um, keeping up with that can be difficult, but that's why it's that we're fortunate to have some electronic platforms that are able to help us um, and our students explore careers. And, and there's lots of others out there, but that's the one our particular district subscribes to and our students have access to every day. That's amazing. And I can speak from my own experience as a student, not only were there careers out there that I didn't even know existed, but just what my passions aligned with and some of those things. Because when I was a student, and this was not even that long ago, but because I was so good at math and so good at science, it was like, oh, STEM is the way to go. But I have clearly ended up in a very different career field because that's just not where um, my passions necessarily aligned. So seeing that our students are able to not only see the areas that they do well in academically, but also meshing that with the areas that they're passionate about and the problems they want to solve in the future. It just is setting them up on such a great trajectory as they leave us um, once they graduate as well. Right. And the other thing I think we try to recognize now, um, I think that this generation of students are really looking at that piece of what you just mentioned on how can they impact their world in the future? Also, just the type of lifestyle they want to live. So as counselors, we're really trying to help them learn more about themselves so that they can start making decisions that can help them get to that lifestyle that they're looking for. That is phenomenal. And also for our students who maybe don't want to go what some would assume is a more traditional path of when they leave us, they go off to get their bachelor's degree and things like that. I know there are so many things our counselors do, either for students who are in a situation where they Um, have to get a job right after college or go to a community college first, or some of those things that you guys help them determine with financial aid and funding education, or if they want to join the military, can you share um, kind of what that process is for our counselors trying to just meet the needs of every single one of our students? Sure. And that is correct. And, and, you know, we don't want to downplay right now, there's such a huge need for some of those career and technical programs. And many of our colleges and universities are now starting to add programs that are certain 
certification programs. And, and we have these multi-levels that uh, students can begin with a certification and then maybe start working in a career and then move up to get that associate's degree so that they're making a little bit more money or um, in a more supervisory role. So then they go and get that bachelor's degree. So I love that our colleges and universities are supporting that type of thinking. Um, so yeah, we're trying to figure out ways to show our students what all is available out there. So we've done a lot of partnering with um, our community colleges. Uh, I think some of our CTE teachers are taking students um, on field trips even or having somebody from the community college come in and share some of those options available. So those students that don't feel like they're ready for the four-year traditional track still have an ability to impact society and, and have a, a career and a way to earn money um, that's a little more career focused rather than just job focused. <laughs> so um, we are doing that. We also are lucky to have career specialists on our campus. So they work closely with students, especially with the financial aid piece. Um, and this year, Peoria has partnered with Glendale Community College to have a college advisor on our campuses. So it's a community college employee, but she is dedicated to Peoria Unified only. And she has been a great help for some of our students, getting them introduced to some of the early college options like ACE or Hoop of Learning that some of our colleges offer. So I think we have some pretty great opportunities for students right now. I think that is amazing. And I think one of the things that yourself and the counseling department as a whole throughout all of our high schools does such a great job is a I think there has been this idea for so long that this is what success looks like and it's going on and getting that four-year degree and then getting a job right away or going on to get your master's. And I think um, the more we recognize that that is not what success looks like for every student, that it looks so different and it's so unique. I have countless friends who they were weren't quite ready to go to a four-year school or they just didn't figure it out and didn't want to spend the money. So they went to the two-year college first. They went to one of our community colleges and now they're uh, physical therapists. They're doing, I mean, just incredible things in our community. And I think the path that we go to get there looks different. I can even speak from my brother. He you know, he went and joined the Navy right out of high school. And now he works testing for nuclear training facilities across the country and things like that. And so I think it's just an amazing thing that you guys provide our students with all of those different avenues and opportunities, because it looks so different. And to your point too, it's changing each and every day as well. Correct. And one other question I had for you. So say there is a senior in high school listening and they are getting ready, trying to decide if I want to go into a trade school or if I want to go to a college or a university or if I want to join the military. Do you guys offer any events or any other additional supports throughout the year to help them make those decisions or find those resources? So we had a college fair in the spring, uh, or I'm sorry, earlier in the fall. And then this spring, a couple of things that we are working on planning. Um, I know at each high school, um, each of them are doing that a little bit differently, but they do have still continue to bring colleges onto onto campus so that students can get questions answered. We're also trying really hard between the CTE department, the counseling department, career specialists, we're trying harder to inc incorporate businesses as well so that students can get a little more involved with just knowing what's out there and what's available. Um, we have one of our campuses, Sunrise Mountain, has been having a monthly event that she invites community members, um, City of Peoria attends, where students can even do uh, kind of like a mini job fair, um, but also the colleges are present so students can meet with them as well. So we plan to have a large event. Um, we don't have the date nailed down yet, but in probably mid-April, we're planning to have a large kind of a, a career technical event for all students, even for parents if they're interested, but mostly targeting our seniors where they can start exploring a little bit of their options for after high school if they haven't yet made that decision. Obviously, as counselors, our goal is to have them try to have a direction and a path prior to then, but we definitely want to help out those students, like you said, that are still just a little uncertain. Um, and so we'll have kind of a college career event coming up that will be more um, trade opportunities, those short-term programs that we talked about um, with all the growth in the Valley, we have a lot of, the colleges are offering a lot of really short-term job opportunities. Um, so we're going to have some of those present and then even employers that are looking to hire right out of high school or high school students. <laughs> so yeah, that, that is phenomenal. And one thing I also want to commend your work and just all of the community partners who come and rally around our students, helping to make sure they succeed. 
um, research tells us, and it's not a unique thing to Peoria or Arizona or our countries, most people will kind of settle as adults within 10 miles of where they grew up. And so a lot of the work you're doing with finding local businesses that are in need of workers and who want to help our students get to the best place possible, they're investing in our future workforce and our community and just also increasing that quality of life. And so that work is just so important and foundational to the work that we do. And it's kind of like the tippy top of what we hope happens for all of our kindergarten students and our preschool students once they get to their senior year and are getting ready to leave us as well. Um, Marcy, before I let you go, I just wanted to ask if there is anything else you want to share with our community or our students or families about the work that you do or things and places they can go to get more resources and information. Uh, no, just knowing that, you know, one of our jobs as counselors is to be proactive, but we are also trained in there to help support families if they, they need additional assistance or um, just don't really know who else to ask uh, for some help. So just knowing that counselors are there um, in our district, we try to adhere to kind of the national model of school counseling. And, and that is that we assist students in kind of three major areas. And one is that academic planning that college and career planning or that post-secondary planning as well. And then also just um, that social emotional piece of, of just learning self-management skills and helping problem solve and setting goals and that sort of thing. So uh, just making sure that people know that. I think sometimes people are still under the impression of the old, the old school guidance counselor that we talked about at the beginning. <laughs> so just letting people know that we're, we're trying to make that change and shift into that more proactive model. Absolutely. Everybody has an idea of school because everyone has gone to school at one sure. point in their life. And so, <laughs> and it's very different. Yes. And it, it, change, it, it changes so much. And so the idea that you might have is just, it, it always is changing and getting better to help serve our students. Well, thank you again, Marcy, not only for all the work you do, but also just taking some time to share that with our community as well. All right. Thanks for having me today. Hello and welcome back. We are so excited to have you here on Trending Peoria again. Before we go too far, I know you're about halfway through your first semester of your freshman year. What so far has been the most exciting thing for you? Um, I think for me, it's been the classes. I was expecting them to be super hard, but they're really easy and fun to do, especially with the curriculum. That is amazing. What classes are you taking this semester? Um, I'm taking Algebra 1, Marketing, Weight Training, and Biology. That is a good mixture of classes. Which one has surprised you the most, either that you didn't think you were going to like it at the beginning and now it's your favorite or anything like that? Um, I think it was marketing. I thought it was going to deal with stocks and everything. And I, have nothing, <laughs> I know nothing about that, but um, it really surprised me. It's really fun. The tests are easy and we barely have any work. So we're talking more as a group mm -hmm. and having to just do solo independent work. That's, that's a ton of fun. As someone whose job is partially marketing, I also know nothing about stocks, so no worries there. But that um, I know that one is one of the most fun classes. Now, when I took that class years ago, one of the things we got to do was run like the student store in our main area. Do you get to help out with that? Yeah, I actually um, finished uh, my third shift today. And it's just so fun um, getting to see people and helping out. Oh, that is so, so exciting. So now that you're, again, about halfway through that course, do you think you're going to take more of these marketing courses in the future? I think I will. Um, sports marketing is next. And mm -hmm. I don't know. I might take that junior year. I'm still deciding, but it'll definitely be fun if I do. Yeah, you still got plenty of time on all of those. And I know um, also when we talked at the beginning of the school year, we talked about some extracurriculars you wanted to do outside of your regular school day. Are you participating in any clubs or anything like that? Uh, currently, I'm just in DECA. Okay. Um, we had a meeting actually yesterday, and it, we were talking about events and stuff that's coming up. So I'm really excited for that to happen. That is awesome. What um, kind of events does DECA do? And for people who don't know, what is DECA? Um, so DECA is a, um, if, it's better if you take it in marketing, mm -hmm. or if you deal with marketing stuff or related, but um, DECA is a club that um, go, does competitions and it's a club, I think that really unifies people. It brings out different strengths, especially if you're more with stops, it might actually help you in the yeah. long run. If you're more um, computer visual, that'll also really be um, helpful in the future. But 
currently we're starting a butter braids um, event mm -hmm. and that takes place in about a month. So we have to try and sell um, butter braids to people. And our goal is to get at least five each from each person uh -huh. that's um, in the club, but we'll see. That's really great because I know that acts as a fundraiser for you, but it also gives you a lot of real world experience about how are you going to market that product? And then also making sure that, you know, when you do get the orders that you're getting them back to everyone on time and things like that. So that's a really exciting and fun uh, program to be a part of, especially if you are interested in not just marketing, but in all different aspects of the business. So that is so, so fun. And then outside of just your coursework and some of those things, what are some other things that you've been enjoying as a student at Sunrise Mountain so far? Um, I think for me, it's definitely being able to connect with my teachers on mm -hmm. a different level. Um, my algebra teacher is really, really nice, and he's always just helpful. We don't do too much work in there, but we still learn. Mm -hmm. And especially my marketing teacher, she's really fun to be around. That is amazing. And I know it, it is homecoming week. How has that been for you? It's been amazing so far. Being able to dress up uh, just for just one week after mm -hmm. the school year is really nice. And homecoming should be really fun. Yeah. And have you been able to go to any football games or anything like that? Yes, I've been to um, a big bunch of like um, varsity games mm -hmm. so far. They've been really fun. We have one this Friday. So. Yeah. What is your, I know every high school has their own traditions for football games, whether, you know, everyone does their fight song, but they do it different times or just so many different aspects. What's your favorite thing that is just kind of unique to Sunrise Mountain? Um, well, I feel like there's two things. It's mainly our band. Mm -hmm. Our band is really dedicated to making sure all the songs are correct and everything's going smoothly. Mm -hmm. But also um, the dressing up we do. You you will see so many students dress up for especially the varsity games. Mm -hmm. And compared to the other team, we're definitely more de dedicated. Yeah, that is, that is a really special thing. I know uh, when I was in high school, I was in the marching band, so we had to wear our uniforms, but the other students didn't dress up as much, but it's always so fun when you see um, other schools, especially Sunrise Mountain does such a great job of it. And like Peoria High School also, just all of that school spirit. And I'm sure that school spirit also lends to some pretty fun pep rallies and assemblies that you guys have. Have you been to any assemblies yet? Yes, we had a um, kind of start of the year assembly uh -huh. a bit ago, but it was so fun. A kid got his, his head um, shaved, his hair shaved off. Really interesting. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that when I was yeah. going into high school, but um, I'm really excited for a homecoming assembly that's this Friday. Do you have any idea of what you're in for for that assembly yet or no? I think it's going to be crazy, but I don't know what will happen. <laughs> yeah, those assemblies are always fun. I remember... Uh, we always did one. It was like battle of the classes. So whichever class had the most spirit. So whether it was your freshman, sophomore, junior, seniors, seniors always won. And I think it was rigged, <laughs> but it was always so fun because you just got to see you a got to be around people you didn't normally see day to day. And then B, you just got to see all that school spirit and just so many fun and exciting things. Um, I know you are past midterms, getting closer to midterms and finals. How are you feeling just in general now that you kind of understand what high school is like, um, but still have a little bit of ways ahead of you? Yeah, um, I had a midterm actually last week for mm -hmm. biology, and I was expecting it to be super hard. It was super easy and really um, basically just like a normal test. Mm -hmm. But um, I think I'm ready for finals if when they come around, you know, just studying is really all I really need to do. Yeah. And that's it's helpful too when you have really great teachers that are helping you along the way with that. Um, in biology, um, what kind of things are you learning? Are you doing any experiments in your classes? Um, we did an elephant poop lab uh, <laughs> about a month ago. It was an actual poop. But oh, good. It was made to look like it, but you had to extract seeds from it so mm -hmm. we could watch them grow and um, basically how could plants survive off of the nutrients it gets from different things. Interesting. How did your plants survive? Mine did really well um, in my group especially. Um, I had one that started to sprout even and it was really, I took it home. It's not alive anymore, but it was still a fun experience to do. That is a very fun one, especially as long as you got it started and you could see the whole life 
process and cycle of that plant um, and everything that goes along with that. That is fun. Um, comparing what you're, the kind of coursework you're doing now um, and just how your classes are to maybe what you were doing last year in eighth grade. Do you notice a difference in the way that you're learning now or just what your classes look like day to day? I do actually. Um, in eighth grade, I feel like they pushed you a lot harder, mm-hmm. especially because you're going to high school. You know, I was um, my teachers in eighth grade would tell me, "Be ready. You have to do notes by yourself. No, no guided notes." I have guided notes in all of my class, my mm-hmm. high school classes so far. We barely have any homework. It's a really. I think it's also because of the classes I took yeah. or have so far, but the classes are really easy compared to eighth grade. That's awesome, and I think too, to your point, I think it. Uh, your eighth grade teachers being so tough on you and helping you and saying, Hey, here's the expectation. When the expectations may be a little bit lower, you're still way more prepared and doing just so well. You're saying all your classes are so easy and I'm sure it's not because they really are that easy, but you're just so well prepared and have all those skills and tools to make sure that it feels very easy to you. (laughs) Um, I know when we first met before you started, you said there were a lot of things you were excited for. You weren't super nervous, but you just you kind of were waiting to feel out what high school was going to be like. Is there anything that outside of your classes being just so easy for you that you were surprised by when you got to high school? Um, I was scared that I wasn't going to be liked very much, Mm -hmm. I guess. I feel like that's everyone's fear. Yeah. But the amount of... um, amazing people that I've met so far and the amount of niceness, especially sunrise Mm -hmm. is really, really good to be around. Yeah. And I think, I think that's a fear that is common anywhere in life that you go, whether it's your first day of high school or a new job um, or when you're going off to college or anything like that, there can be a lot of that apprehension, but it, once, once you get into it and you get into the groove, it is really amazing. Um, And you, you just start to it doesn't start to, it starts feeling so scary after a little while. Um, what are some other things too, now that you have an understanding of what classes are like, what kind of classes are you either looking forward to taking um, or just what are you excited for going into next year and next semester? Um, I'm really excited to take English next semester. Um, everyone's taken it so far and they've done pretty well. And I think it'll be a good class, especially but I'm really hoping to take history. Mm-hmm. I really like social studies in general. So being able to learn more about what I've already, already know is mm-hmm. really nice. And, and I, I will tell you, one of the best things about high school, you don't have it as much when you go to college, but you're taking algebra and biology right now. And then probably like half of your friends are taking English and some of those other classes right now. And so next semester, you'll be able to help them with your biology and math homework or just give them a heads up of what it's like. And they're probably giving you a heads up of what to expect in the English class, right? Yeah, it's actually really helpful. Uh, I have a friend that right now, uh, he's taking Spanish. Uh-huh. So next year when I take it, I'll hopefully he remembers most of it. So um, I have it. And of course my parents who already took it. Yeah. And you already have your built-in tutor for that as well. It's, it's a, it's a nice experience. I know, um, all of my friends ended up taking sign language way before I got to take it. And so by the time I got to it, it was like, Hey, I think I remember this, or they just had all their notes that I could borrow from or look at to review and it. It, it is a huge, huge help. So that is awesome. And I know, are there any other extracurriculars you are looking into joining? I know when we had talked last year, interested in maybe taking some photo classes or things like that. Are you still interested in that? Yes, I'm really excited for next um, semester because I had a photo with one of my best friends. And the amount of um, good compliments I've heard about the teacher and mm-hmm. just the overall class is really exciting. Yes. And, um, you're going to be at the smart center for that, right? Yes. I will. Have you had any classes over there yet? Or are you excited about that? No. Um, I am excited that we get two minutes, two minutes, like early out earlier. So I don't have to deal with everyone getting out, but, <laughs> yeah. um, I actually get to use my ID also. I yeah. haven't had to use it at all this uh-huh. um, year so far, Yeah. but the smart center, it's, um, I've already been in it before, but it's a really cool place to be in. It's a really, really special place. And it it kind of, it feels like you're off campus a little bit in your own little artsy world. It's a really, really special thing. Um, And then also I had another follow-up question. When you're thinking about high school and things you weren't expecting, how are passing periods? Because I'm sure that's a lot different than what you're used to. Uh, It's almost the same, except we have a bit bit more time. Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. since there's a um a lot of buildings you yeah. have for separate things um you get eight minutes to get whatever you need from your lockers and quit and get to your class mm-hmm. so it's um longer than I thought it would be I thought it was just you go straight to your class and you wouldn't have any time to go anywhere but you get up um, pretty much a good amount yeah and you get some time to maybe visit with your friends a little bit in between classes I know I was always the kid who I I like acted as if there was no time in the world for passing periods I was always like first outside of my classroom or first in my seat just because I wanted to get there so speedily um when you're thinking about just some of the advice or just where you were at the beginning of your freshman year versus now what advice would you give to an or a current eighth grader who's going to be a freshman in high school next year I would say the advice that I said last time was don't stress. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't stressed one bit. I've not been worrying about my work as much as I did in eighth grade. Yeah. And it's been super helpful. I've had more time to um, do things outside of school and um, hang out with my friends a lot more. That's amazing. And the other really special thing too, is when you're in, when you're in eighth grade, you're with people you've mostly been with since kindergarten or just from a very young age. Now you're getting to meet people from all different schools. What has that been like for you? Just getting to make so many new friends, meet so many different people. Um, well, I went to Park Ridge. So yeah. I still have my friends from Park Ridge, but I've met people from Frontier, from Coyote. And it's really nice because, you know, I used to play them when I was on volleyball. Uh-huh. But now I get to be their actual friend and yeah with them. It's really nice. that is amazing and then also before I let you go because I know it's an early release day so I'm sure you have fun plans and also getting ready for homecoming later this week just is there anything else you want to share about what your experience has been like so far um, and just some other things you're maybe excited about throughout this freshman year you have I mean the powder puff game is tomorrow which I think will be really really fun mm-hmm. um but overall high school um it's really easy I think for at least freshmen mm-hmm. I mean once you get up it's probably gonna be harder classes but um it's a really good experience especially since in eighth grade you don't have much of a I guess you don't have much of a you have many more restrictions mm-hmm. on what you can and can't do in high school um it's more free yeah Absolutely. And I think um, you bring up a good point, like your freshman year, you're just getting used to the place, you're getting your bearings. And so once you have that underway, a lot of the other things are easier. And for people who don't know, can you share what the Powder Puff football game is? So Powder Puff is juniors, junior and senior girls try out for a football team. Mm -hmm. So girls play football while the, usually it's the varsity um, football players, um, the guys, um, or the cheerleaders. Yes. So it's really fun seeing the difference between the two, especially in a really funny environment. Yes. Are, when you're a junior and a senior, are you planning to try out for the Powder Puff team? I do. I do a plan on trying out. That is fun. It is one of my favorite memories. I was on it both years when I was in high school and I have some good strategies that I can share with you when we're done. Well, thank you again for joining us and sharing a little bit about what you are doing so far this school year. And we can't wait to have you back and have another update from you later on. All right. Thank you. Thank you for listening to another episode of Trending Peoria. As always, you can learn more about the programs we spoke about in this episode at peoriaunified.org slash trendingpeoria. If you liked what you heard, please rate us, leave a review, and check out our companion podcast, The Progress Report, which comes out quarterly. Trending Peoria is made possible with the support of the Peoria Unified School District's communications team, comprised of Danielle Airy, Aaron Dunsey, Jacob Stanek, Natalie Zinoviev, and our producer, David Colley, and host, Sarah Meredith.